Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am here with a new guest this week. His name is Renton Rathbun. Isn't that a fun name? We were actually just talking about how to pronounce his name. And I said, is it Renton? Is it Renton? And he was like, well, he lives in the South. So people there call him Renton. I said, what does your mom call you? <laughs> he said, Renton. I was like, okay, we're going to go with Renton. Um, I got to hear Renton speak several years ago um, at the BJU Press Foundation's Summit. And I was so impressed with him. And he talked about biblical worldview. And since then, I was, I, I've always thought we need to get this guy on the podcast. And I have no idea why it's taken us so long. But finally, we got him on. And I'm excited to be talking with him this week, which we are going to talk about biblical worldview. Um, And so it's going to be a great conversation. He is a wealth of information when it comes to this topic in particular. So you are going to enjoy this week. But before we get started, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. And do you guys know that it comes with a money back guarantee? Like if you try them and you don't like them and it doesn't work for your family, they'll refund all of your money within like 12 months. That's a long time. So That's a really long test period. So try them out, ctcmath.com. Well, Renton, welcome to the podcast. I am thrilled to have you with me this week. As I said, I heard you speak many years ago. We we were actually talking, it was February of 2019. So it was pre-COVID. It was back in those days, right? Where no one even knew what we were about to launch into as as a a world. And um, and so things were so much easier back then in a lot of ways. Um, But you spoke with Heidi St. John and Zan Tyler and several other people, and you talked about biblical worldview. Uh, so we're going to park on that all week this week. It's such an important topic for homeschoolers. Uh, but before we jump into talking about that, would you introduce yourself to our audience? Tell them what you do for a living and a little bit maybe about your family. Sure. Yeah, we. Um, I'm, a, I'm the director of the Center for Biblical Worldview at Bob Jones University. Uh, my main job is to align the university with the press and the academy um, and the seminary, all with one uh, view of biblical worldview, so that we're all doing the same thing. And um, as far as my family goes, um, I I have a uh, I have three kids. I have a 22 year old son who is going to be getting married this November. Um, we homeschooled him. And uh, we also have a a six a seven year old and an eight year old. Um, wow! And we are currently homeschooling them, and uh, they are um, special needs kids. We we adopted them. Um, we we were so close to having everybody out of the house. I mean, Danny was on his way out, and uh, I like to tell people we just weren't ready to be happy yet. <laughs> and so, uh, so we, we fostered for many years and, um, uh, and we, our first assignment were these two is a newborn baby and a, uh, and a 14 month old, his 14 month old sister. And, uh, we were always told you'll never adopt your first assignment. And so we have had our first assignment for goodness, seven years. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never say never. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. So we adopted them um, about two years after we started fostering them. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. You said you serve as the director of the Center for Biblical Worldview uh, for Bob Jones University. And many years ago, uh, before I went to the Foundation Summit, we went to BJU. Um, we, we got to tour the whole campus. 
And it was really cool because we got to see all the behind the scenes things at BJU. We got to see the press and where you actually physically print all of the BJU curriculum and books and, and resources. It's an amazing facility. Um, it's, it's one of the coolest field trips we've ever taken. It wasn't even a really a field trip um, with a group of people, but it was just our family. Um, and we got to go to the university and we got to go through the campus and just see all the different departments and meet all kinds of different people. And it was really cool. But the part that impressed us the most was the biblical worldview uh, department. And it mm-hmm. they took us through this department. I don't think you were there. This was probably back in 2017, I think, that we did okay. this. Yeah. And um, we got to tour through where they actually, like you guys actually make sure that everything that's being published through Bob Jones University is in line with scripture. And that is that is what everyone should be doing, right? I mean, as homeschool yeah. parents, we need to make sure that everything that we're teaching to our kids is in line with scripture and with truth. And so that's your job there. That's the coolest job, I think, on <laughs> that whole campus, I have to say. I think you have the most amazing job. But as mm-hmm. parents... We need to be doing the same thing. We need to be teaching our kids from curriculum and resources and God's creation, everything through the lens of scripture. So I, I want to jump first into what does that even mean? Like if people might hear like biblical worldview, what what is that exactly? Can you define that for us? And then I want to jump into just what that looks like for us as homeschool families. Absolutely, yeah, and you know what? That has been the biggest issue I have found with uh, with biblical worldview. Um, everyone kind of seems to know what it does, um, but they don't know what it is. It's kind of like love, right? I mean, if you ask people what love is, they'll say, "Well, love is sacrificing. Love is putting someone else before yourself," and and that's true. That's what it does, but that's not what it is. And so, um, and so, we have that same uh, wrestling match with biblical worldview. So typically with worldview, people are thinking in terms of how I interpret the world through the lens of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and biblical worldview, people say, well, I interpret the world through the lens of scripture. Well, that's what biblical worldview does. Um, but what is it? What is a view from the Bible? Um, and typically, you know, my biggest problem was as I looked around, no one was defining it. They were all just saying what it does. And, um, and when someone attempted to define it, they started with people, with humans, um, our lens, how we see the world. But that's not, a biblical worldview isn't how I see the world. Biblical worldview is how does scripture, um, how does scripture seeing the world? And then, you know, what does that even mean? And so we started looking at that and we, um, and we came up with this, we, we saw that a biblical worldview actually starts with God. And so we see that um, a biblical worldview is God's, God's explanation um, of God's world. And so we see that this isn't our world. And this isn't a neutral world waiting to be interpreted. This is God's world. So we're looking at God's explanation of God's world that he gives us through God's word. Um, which is designed for God's image bearers. So what we see is there's no other there's no other reality to look at. We all, we live only in God's reality because He spoke it into being. And so um, and so if we're going to interpret the world, we need God's explanation. 
of God's world um, through God's word. And so if we reverse that, what we find is God's image bearers use God's word to interpret God's world so that we can align ourselves with God's explanation. And so, um, and so as we look at biblical worldview, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to align with God's explanation. But a biblical worldview is God's explanation of God's world that he shares with us through his word. Yeah, which is why it's so important for us to be in the word, <laughs> mm, <that's laughs> reading right. it for ourselves, reading it with our children. Um, I yeah, just I, am always amazed. I'm reading through the book of Revelation right now, and yeah. it's incredible to me because I've read through Revelation a few times before, but as I read it, like I, just more and more, I understand it better and better and more and more is exposed. And I'm like, oh, I don't ever remember reading this part. I know I've read it before, but I don't remember reading this part about, you know, the letters to the churches and, and just God revealing himself. And it's so amazing to me that the more we read it, the better we understand. And the more we pray that the Holy Spirit will help us to understand his word, the more he does. And that right. I think that's such an important part of really understanding what that biblical worldview is and defining it as help, as praying and asking the Holy Spirit to help us to really understand it. Otherwise, it's just words on a page, right? That's right. That sometimes we don't understand. And what's what's happening right now in our world is that we're having a we're having a reality war. I mean, you know, the world wants to say that we are we are powerful enough as humans to be the interpreters of this world, mm-hmm. and we will say what it is to the point where we can deny. You know, even down to, you know, what, what, well, what my gender is. Um, right. I can, I can declare it um, because I am the interpreter of this world. And, and in this reality war, we have to make sure that our, our kids are armed to know how to fight in this reality war. And biblical worldview is where it begins. Mm-hmm. It, it, it allows us to really delve into the thinking of any subject because it's trying to establish reality with the subject that we're that we're trying to communicate to our to our kids and if we don't if we don't teach them that process then they're going to fall for the same thing every other kid's falling for that's staring at the screen yep good stuff let's take a break we'll be right back no parent should homeschool alone You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Renton. Before the break, um, we talked about how kids are, oftentimes they're falling into the traps of the secular world. And that's really what's happening with so many kids today, with adults as well, right? I mean, it's not just the kids who are falling into this trap, but adults are as well. And we're seeing kids and adults alike. It's so shocking to me as we 
see prominent Christian leaders, you know, oftentimes pastors, maybe they're musicians, maybe they're authors, and they're just saying, yeah, I don't believe this anymore. I don't believe this Bible. I don't really believe in God. I don't believe the things that I once said I believed. Um, why, why is this happening with adults and kids alike? Why are people walking away from the faith and leaning more and more into secular culture? Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've I've been teaching for over 20, uh, 20 years now, um, most of which has been in the secular colleges and universities. And so the things I used to teach were, um, in the secular world anyway, was uh, intro to philosophy, um, ethics, medical ethics, logic, um, things like that. And in... And what I've seen is the world has tools that it uses to indoctrinate. It begins with it begins with an iPhone, typically, um, and uh, social media, trying to teach kids that being special is the most important thing you could possibly um, imagine. And so, if you're unique, if you're um, if you have something, if you have some kind of niche, uh, then then you will make it in this world, and you will be special. Um, that niche has been um, instructed through, uh, through TV shows, through media, that the way you can become special is start to question your agenda, start to question who you're attracted to. Um, anything sexual in that way, even if we have to sexualize children, we'll do it to make sure everyone can, can find their path to the world's way of thinking, which is a worldview. Um, they almost don't even mind if you keep a little bit of your faith. Um, if you attend church and that's your thing, that's awesome. I mean, you know, that's great. Sure. Uh, but uh, but make sure you're getting on board with the rest of us um, with this LGBTQ stuff and all that. Because if you're not on board, then you're just really unloving. And that wasn't Jesus loving. And you want to be loving and special. And they're, they're making all these promises to the kids. Um, so by the time... And this is, this is something that's really interesting to me. You have a lot of people starting to homeschool because they see how horrible the public high school is. And in public elementary schools, they finally seen it. They saw what they're mm-hmm. saying. They pulled them out. A lot of people are starting to homeschool because of that, which is great. But then they say, well, now that Johnny's 18, I'm going to send him to a public high school or a public college or public university. Um, and they think this way and, and it, it, it makes sense. Um, but they think, well, I'll ha- there's gonna, they're going to live at home. I'll send them to the local community college or university, and they'll stay at home with me, and they'll be okay because we'll still be going to church, their same church. They love their youth group, and um, they're just going to go part-time to this school. Everything will be fine. But what they don't understand is that at public uh, colleges and universities, these are well-trained, if I can put it this way, secular evangelicals who are trying to win over the student. Um, and it doesn't take long. What they, I don't know if you've seen the movie, God is not dead. Yeah. Uh, the first one, not the yeah. one that's come out. But um, <laughs> they, they really paint a picture that's, that's just, isn't reality. They paint a picture that the kid goes into the secular college and the secular professor is like, oh, and here's a Christian. You're like, I'm a Christian. And they're like, this big fight, you know. And, of course, the kid, you know, uh, knows way more than the Ph.D., uh, so that, that makes sense. And and then he wins at the end. Well, it in no way looks like that, at least as has not been my experience in my 20-some years of teaching. 
what I've seen is that uh, the professor will try and pinpoint who the Christians are. They might even say, who in here is religious, just so I know, you know, who, you know, what's going on. And the kids will raise their hand and they'll say, you know what, that's awesome. We live in a, in this cynical world, and for you to hold on to your faith is brave. That's cool. Immediately, the kid says, oh, this isn't like God is not dead. They lower their guard down because this guy's cool. This guy, you know, says that, it's, that I'm brave. Yeah, he gets me. And, sin, and then the professor goes on and, and he'll say, you know, but there there are problems with with these, you know, with religions, for instance, with Christianity of the Bible, but a lot of people don't agree on things. So they have different denominations and denomination after denomination. But in this class, you know, it might be a physics class. In this class, we have math. And that's just one denomination. We can all agree on math, can't we? I mean, can't we? Um, and so when a kid isn't isn't raised with a biblical worldview, he might think math is one of those things that's neutral. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we can agree on math because math is math. I mean, there's no biblical worldview of math, is there? And so, and so this, what the professor does is he immediately separates them from their faith. And they didn't even know it because he just said, you know, in this room, we're going to talk about math. I mean, religion's great. Glad you have it. But here it's going to be math. And he's making a distinction already that's making the student feel feel at rest because he doesn't feel like he's going to be fighting. And at the same time, he just separated them from their faith, saying your faith doesn't have anything to do with math. Hmm. Your faith doesn't have anything to do with the template we're going to use to criticize these this literature. Your faith has nothing to do with the kind of uh, rigor we're going to do in this classroom, which is neutral stuff. And if the kid is used to that, if your kids are used to, you know, well, religious stuff is over here, which is great, love it, but you know everything else is neutral, they're going to fall for it immediately. Mm-hmm. And what a professor will do is he will then give them something very sophisticated to understand, something that they, that's very hard to understand, very complex, but they package it in a way that helps them get it, and they make a connection. That's what happens. That's why homeschooling is so powerful, because as a parent, you're able to make a connection with your with your kids where you are gifting them ideas in ways that they can understand it and it opens their mind it makes them think and they are appreciative to that there is a connection made well the same thing happens in college and all the professor has to do is package that in such a way that if they accept that and they now are smart they're now intelligent they get what the professor gets you just have to deny parts of your bible now not the whole thing but just parts of it and that's where it begins and that's how the process, and it's a very useful, useful tool. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes not even denying it, but thinking of it as fiction, right? I mean, uh-huh. Noah and the flood, like that's not realistic. You know, it's just a story in the Bible. That didn't yeah. actually happen. There was not actually a worldwide flood. And and all of these things, you know, Daniel in the lion's den and David and Goliath, like those things didn't actually happen. But then that leads down to the road of a man dying on the cross and raising from the dead three days later, well, yeah. that's just fiction too. I mean, it it all leads ultimately to their disbelief in the cross, right? Yes. And that's that's a scary place to be. So, but we're gonna talk more about this. We're out of time. <laughs> this time goes so quickly sometimes. Um, Renton, tell us where we can find out more about you and your ministry and Bob Jones University and all the things that you've got going on. Yeah. Um, if you go to worldview.com, bju.edu, 
you could find um, a lot of stuff we're doing from the Center for Biblical Worldview. We got a lot of podcasts, a lot of um, other things, uh, videos and things like that are very helpful. Um, so yeah, worldview.bju.edu. <laughs> All right. We'll put that link in the show notes. We'll make it easy for everybody. And you guys do have so many resources that are not just for homeschool families um, and not just for those who are using BJU curriculum. I mean, you've got resources for everybody across the board. So thank you for what you guys are doing. We will be back with you guys on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. If you've not signed up for our newsletter, go to schoolhouserocked.com. You can find everything there. You can find the movie. You can find our other podcast. Did you guys know we have another podcast? You should know that by now, but if you don't, it's the Homeschool Insights Podcast. It airs five days a week and it's 10 minutes or less of just a burst of encouragement. So if you've not listened to that one, make sure you listen to that as well. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here on Monday and make sure you stay tuned to the very end to hear what's coming up next on the podcast. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. Whether you're taking an English course, a math course, a history course, any course, you should be able to have biblical worldview work being done. Because what biblical worldview work does is it forces you to think critically. In other words, you have to trace your beliefs. Here's a belief about that I have about history. Here's a belief I have about math. How do I trace that back to know that that belief, that fact or belief, whatever you want to call it, actually traces back to my ultimate authority, God's Word? I mean, that's what that's what no one wants. People are right. fond of God's Word. They, they think it's wonderful, but they don't see it as the authority that interprets all of, all of life. 